On the 5th of November, 2012, 15 barristers gathered in Court 1 of the recently opened Supreme Court building in London's Parliament Square. They had come to argue an abstruse but important point of law in the context of a substantial tax case. Whether clients who obtain legal advice from accountants can assert legal professional privilege over that advice. For one of those barristers, it was a significant occasion, not only because of the momentousness of the issue which was about to be argued. That day, Sir Sidney Kentridge QC, who was representing the Law Society, was celebrating his 90th birthday. He was the oldest person ever to argue a case before the United Kingdom's highest court. The hearing lasted three days, a wearying experience for someone in their 50s, let alone for a man entering his 10th decade. Kentridge's argument prevailed. It would be his last significant case. On the 17th of April 2013, he formally retired from the bar. Kentridge had been practising as an advocate for precisely 64 years. I cannot say for sure whether his is the longest ever legal career, but if it is not, it must surely come close. What is certain is that it is the longest span of time any man or woman has maintained a consistent and active legal practice at the highest level. Life as a barrister is arduous. It requires constant application and concentration. There are moments of stress, anxiety, even dread. It involves the sacrifice of evenings and weekends. Most barristers, unless they have found a relatively safe haven as a judge, have retired, or have been retired by the market, by the age of 70. Being an effective advocate requires not just stamina, but nimbleness. Every relevant fact in the case must be there at the forefront of your mind. Every document must be at your fingertips. By their late sixties, most barristers are simply worn out. Kentridge was not unaware of the fact that age can blunt the lawyer's faculties. He asked his head of chambers and friend, Jonathan Sumption, to be frank with him if he ever felt that Kentridge was past it. Sumption, not a man known for lack of candour, never had to advise Kentridge that the time had come to retire. In fact, it was Sumption who left the bar first. In January 2012, he had become a justice of the Supreme Court and was part of the panel of judges now hearing Kentridge on his 90th birthday. Also in court that day was Lord David Panic, QC, representing the appellant in opposition to Kentridge's case. When Panic stood up to address the court that morning, instead of launching straight into his appeal, he offered a handsome tribute to his opponent and wished him a happy birthday. Sentiments unheard of in, at any rate, an English court of law, concluding that all this was without prejudice to my right to submit that his case is entirely without merit. What is most remarkable about Kentridge's professional longevity is the fact that right up to his retirement he retained his towering preeminence at the English bar. From the late 1980s until well into the 21st century, he was generally considered the leading barrister in England. Yet Kentridge had been born in Johannesburg and had spent the first 30 and more years of his career practising in the South African courts. London was for him the place to forge a second career. He was called to the English bar in 1977 at the age of 54, joining chambers at one brick court, and for the next ten years or so shuttled between London and Johannesburg, building a new practice in one country while maintaining a distinguished practice in another. Perhaps this explains that professional longevity. When I asked Kentridge how he had been able to carry on working at the highest level to such a great age, he gave a simple answer. Having started practising at the English bar only in the late 1970s, he felt he was beginning his professional life anew. It was as if, in his mid-fifties, he had reacquired the energy of a man in his early twenties. On that chronology, Kentridge retired 
at the tender age of 60. This book is about that first phase of Sidney Kentridge's career. Although many of Kentridge's English cases stand as landmarks in the law, they are in the main of interest to the lawyer or political historian. The work he did in South Africa stands on a different level. Kentridge was called to the South African bar in 1949, a year after the institution of the apartheid state following the surprise victory of the National Party in the 1948 general election. In the years that followed, from his chambers in central Johannesburg, Kentridge practised almost exclusively in South Africa during the darkest days of the apartheid regime. Throughout those decades, Kentridge appeared in many of the most important political trials heard in South Africa, becoming the country's preeminent advocate, the South African term for barrister, and achieving worldwide recognition not only for his remarkable forensic skills, but also for his willingness to take on the state in cases of acute political and moral significance.